This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you, whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives. You'll find it all here. It's no secret. South Africa's public health system is in an abysmal state. But when we recently visited Tawung in the Northwest Province, we were met with horrors difficult to comprehend. Having heard several stories of neglect and mismanagement, we felt compelled to find out what was happening in this rural region. What we discovered was a health system in crisis and a community left to fend for itself. This report from Masa Kekana. No woman should die while giving a life, and no child should die of preventable diseases. A bold commitment to patients arriving at a hospital serving poverty-stricken villages in Dawoom in the northwest. And a commitment many patients say doctors and nursing staff here are failing to live up to. In the maternity wards, women wait unattended in long queues, sometimes left to deliver babies on their own. The chaos isn't confined to the maternity ward. Filming undercover, we reveal a hospital in dire need of an upgrade, not to mention more linen and food. They're among the many reasons some residents no longer come here for help. 42-year-old Tsulufe Lomeko, a mother of two, is one of them. The youngest burned herself with tea the other day. I told myself that I'll treat her myself, and if she dies, she will rather die in my care. Miko's grievance with Dawung District Hospital is 14 years deep. She blames the facility for having to bury both her mom and her epileptic three-year-old son in 2009. He was admitted into the hospital because he had fits. They ran multiple tests and they told me that they can't figure out what is causing the fits. I was there when they were doing the tests, drawing his blood every day and taking it to the laboratory. When the results came back, they still couldn't tell what was going on. It's been more than a decade, but Mego says the pain of those experiences is kept alive by the additional trauma she endured. Sometimes when I was in the hospital, his fits would start, but the nurses wouldn't be there. I would have to leave my child unattended and run to call them from the offices, where they would be just sitting, busy chatting away. There aren't enough doctors at the hospital. You can't have one doctor work all the wards. When you're in a ward, you have to wait for a doctor that's busy working in another ward. She recalls how doctors at Dawung District Hospital dismissed her concerns, instead referring her to Clerkstop Hospital 
234 kilometers away, a costly exercise for someone surviving on a government grant. The doctor there said, the doctors at Ta'ong don't know how to do their job. He said they should have written a full medical history because they don't understand what tests they did and what they mean. She was sent back to Daung District Hospital. On the bottom of the medical file, the Klerkstop doctor wrote, Do your work, doctor. Migo eventually decided to take him home, but his health deteriorated. He started fitting. I was sitting on the couch and I laid a blanket for him on the floor. I was alone at the time. I just watched him. I then asked my sister to check him. And she said, he's gone. Listening to Tsulufelo describe how she lay a blanket on the floor, sat alone in her house, and watched her baby die. <laughs> it's heartbreaking, and that's an understatement. But something I noticed is almost um, a theme of being desensitized to death. And it's not because she's not hurt, definitely not. It's because of a system that has failed her so many times that she has become desensitized. It was stories like Tulufellows that compelled us to investigate what was happening in the region. What we found was a health system in crisis, with residents complaining of a critical shortage of ambulances and medicines and having to walk long distances to clinics. The Chukunyane Clinic, it's a container and it's supposed to service the residents of this area and surrounding villages. That's a lot of people. And the people here complain about lack of medicine, lack of quality service, lack of staff. It's dirty. And it's just not the kind of place that they say you want to send your loved one when they're sick. This container. It's a container that cost the Northwest Health Department nearly 1.2 million rand. Although our spy cam footage shows it's in a dire state. The sick are expected to use dirty toilets and to queue outside before being attended to by one health official. The province's MEC for Health Matota Sambata blames the condition of the Daung District Hospital and the Chukunyani Clinic on incompetent staff. On my arrival, Heads are going to roll. That's what I do normally. Some of the issues, it's not because we don't have money. It is because managers at times themselves are not properly delivering what they're expected to do. Those same managers, the MEC says, also forgot to pay suppliers on time, leading to severe medicine shortages in various facilities. It's historical and an issue of management. Historically, in the fact that one, there was a time when we discovered that we were owing almost 75 companies who were contracted to supply medicine. What we discovered, most of their invoices were in the drawers of people in the medical store. 
So we have the medicine, it's just not getting to the facilities. That's what I'm saying to you. But this is about more than medicine shortages. Medu Betselo is another grieved resident who says it's not unusual for nurses to delegate tasks to patients' families. Just this week on Tuesday, I took my brother to the hospital. They made a referral letter for us at the clinic to Taung Hospital. When we got to the ward, they asked us to take off his clothes and dress him in hospital clothes. We had to do that ourselves, and I asked them why they're giving us their work to do, and they said we should put a diaper on him. I asked why they didn't give him a crutch so he could use the bathroom on his own when he needed to, but they refused, and they said we should put the diaper on. Plagued by these and other problems, the Northwest Health Department was placed under administration in 2018 to be overseen by the National Department and help ensure the province meets the national standards for providing healthcare services. The department was told to fill vacancies, improve its record keeping, address medicine shortages, and most importantly, boost its ambulance fleets. Medube recalls how after waiting for 12 hours, his eight-year-old aunt died in an ambulance on her way to the Dawung District Hospital. It was chaotic because we just couldn't understand why the ambulance took so long to fetch a person. And had they come in time, maybe she would have been saved at the hospital. Medupis, like many residents here, who rely on the public transport system and live off social grants. So they don't have money. They don't have the luxury of hopping into the car and going to the clinic or the hospital. So they have to wait for that ambulance, even if it takes 12 hours. Desperately needing to get to Daung District Hospital, Reina Muitling was left stranded after going into labor at night, an inconvenient time for any pregnant woman living in this village. I called the ambulance at night when I started feeling the pains, but there were no ambulances available. There were no ambulances. With no way to pay for the 400 rand private trip, Muitling was forced to wait until sunrise. When she arrived, her baby was stillborn. They took a long time to check on pregnant women. So by the time they got to me, they took me to the ultrasound and they said the child's heart is no longer beating. Due to exit administration next month, questions are being asked about whether the department has been rehabilitated given unresolved problems like the ambulance shortage. All the reasons that you got into administration in the first place are seemingly still there till today. If you go to EMS, 100 ambulances have been purchased for transportation and transport. Let me see. Where are, the issue? where are they? Where are these ambulances yes. that you speak of? In terms of the national norm, if we were to be doing well on ambulance availability, we need 403 ambulances at each day available. We only have 188 ambulances available. In fact, 
350 ambulances are required to service the province according to the national norms and standards. Irrespective, the MEC believes the province is ready to operate independently again. As a department, we are ready to be out of that. There's an element of success. But to a community describing itself as forgotten by his department, the MEC's promises are cold comfort. So have things improved since our visit to the area? Sadly not. With medicine stockouts and filthy facilities still plaguing the Taung health sector, people are still left to suffer unbearable conditions. We hope to have a more positive update in the months to come. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, be sure to subscribe to Carte Blanche, the podcast, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. While you're at it, why not rate and review us? We love hearing from our listeners.